Hey there, and welcome to Hangout with Hewlett. I'm your festival friend and host, Jordan Hewlett. Every Thursday, I'll invite you to come take some time out of your day and hang out with me. I'll share stories about my life, interviews, and talk about attending music festivals and shows. On this podcast, I'll be joined by friends, family, dance music lovers, business owners, and so many more amazing faces. Let's get this hangout started. Hello and welcome to Hangout with Hewlett. I'm your host, Jordan. If you are returning or new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you decided to hang out with me today. I am feeling so happy, so so light, so free. There is something so amazing about the after festival feeling just feeling so free all of your worries were gone for the weekend you feel refreshed and rejuvenated ready to you know get back to the real world and here i am back in arizona finally after a (laughs) almost three week hiatus but it is good to be home it is good to be recording in my own apartment again but i am just so so happy to be back and back from Nocturnal Wonderland, which was one of the most amazing festivals I've ever attended, and I had a blast, and I can't wait to talk about it on this week's episode. Before we get into the episode, make sure you are following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor to get updates about new episodes being released. Send to a friend and tag us on Instagram if you are listening. And without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So this past Saturday, I attended my first ever Nocturnal Wonderland in San Bernardino, and let me tell you, it was truly magical. The trip to Nocturnal started out on Friday night because the festival was Saturday and Sunday. So my best friend Sarah flew into Vegas since I was out there house-sitting, and then we drove to Ontario where our hotel was. So she got in around 9 30 and that's when we hit the road after like we got her bag and settled and dealt with airport traffic because the Vegas airport was super busy and it was life's beautiful weekend and I was like oh my god this is gonna be a zoo so I swooped Sarah and we were on the road at 9 30 and got in a little after one um or a little before one sorry Um, so the drive was super easy. There wasn't a lot of traffic on our side. It was more of people heading towards Vegas. We did see a really bad accident of, um, someone who was driving towards Vegas and their car flipped and actually ended up on our side of the highway. So by the time we got to the accident, there was an officer who was like searching the car to see if anybody who was still in it, um, that had flipped. Thankfully, it looked like nobody was in the car um, and that the people whose car were looked like they were okay. Um, but that was really scary to see um, just like an hour into our drive. But thankfully, after that, it was a pretty smooth drive. As we were getting into San Bernardino, we actually passed the Glen Helen Center um, and the amphitheater. So we got to see like the campsite and everything all lit up and that made us super excited for the festival we were like should we just like 
pull up now obviously we couldn't do that but then we were even more bummed because <laughs> we found out that zoo was a performer at camp the first night so we're sad we missed that but i'm so happy everyone at camp got to experience that and i'm happy i was in my comfy hotel bed <laughs> So we got in a little before one, checked into our hotel, got settled, unpacked a little bit, um, put our like snacks and alcohol away, and then went to bed. Um, so it was a beautiful weekend for raving. It was about 90 to 80 degrees. The sun was shining. There was a gentle breeze, but it was it was the perfect, the perfect weekend to be at a festival. Um, so I started my day off by uh, getting up. I took a shower. I drank a protein shake just to get something in my system. Uh, we hung out for the hotel for a little bit and then decided to uh, get some food in us before we had to start getting ready for the festival. So we went to Starbucks and went to the Stizzy store to stock up because, you know, Arizona prices are ridiculous. And then uh, got in and out because we had an in and out across the street from our hotel, which had two driveways. So clutch, so clutch. Um, so in and out was pretty much our go to for the weekend. So that was our lunch. And we got a nice full meal in our bellies before it was time to start getting ready to rave Ugh. i have like butterflies just thinking about it because everything from the weekend was just just so good um so we started getting ready around 1 30 and planned to leave for the festival around 3 30. we were staying in ontario so from the amphitheater it was about a 20 minute drive without traffic more like 30 to 40 with traffic so for my outfit i wore a pink white blue and uh, purple like pastel set from iHeart Raves and then I had some glitter butterflies on me that were also from iHeart Raves. I had butterfly clips in my hair that were from Amazon. I did a whole butterfly theme and let me tell you the social butterfly killed it. Killed it at Nocturnal. All I'm gonna say. Uh, my shoes I wore my Doc Martin platforms. I had a necklace butterfly set from Butterfly Babes, and then I had glitter and butterfly tattoos from Lunatics. If you guys saw my pictures and are curious where all of my shit was from, <laughs> that is there. You can check on my Instagram, and I'll also tag all of them. So getting ready for the show was super fun, just blasting our music, and it just so it felt so good to be drenched in glitter, ready to rave. <laughs> so getting ready for this show i decided to drive because we didn't want to leave it up to ubers and the shuttles ended up being like an hour away from where we were actually staying so it was just better for us to end up biting the bullet and dd'ing ourselves and driving to the show so we pre-gamed in the car um and drank like when we parked in the uh, like lot of the festival entrance there were a few different lots and like color-coded for parking and there were people instructing you on where to go. Parking was a shit show getting in. It took an absurd amount of time. People didn't know how to merge, but whatever, that's a festival life. <laughs> 
So from where we parked, we parked in the tan lot. And from the tan lot, it was about a mile walk to the festival entrance. So, you know, we double fisted some seltzers and drank to the festival entrance. So that was nice. We still had a buzz going, although it kind of sobered us up walking through all of the hills. Um, so it took us about 20 to 30 minutes to walk to the festival entrance. It also depended on the amount of people that were going into the festival just because some people walked a little bit slower than others and just by like the amount of people who were clumped and clusterfucked in one area trying to like weave in and out of the gates took longer i'm gonna say on day two rather than day one um but still not a super bad wait or walk um just lots of dirt and dust because we were on a track um but as soon as we got to the entrance of the festival we did have to show our ids and our vaccine cards or our negative covid tests um, so that's what i did right away the, after that they did a ticket scan and then a security check so security was super easy super quick so was tickets I'm gonna say we probably spent maybe 10 minutes in that whole time getting like everything done usually security really pats me down they didn't this time <laughs> i don't know why um but she just pretty much looked at me what kind of like rifled through my bag checked my hydration pack and then was like okay you're good um and i was expecting a full pat down because they love to do that to me and it didn't happen so that was nice but honestly getting into the festival was super easy i didn't hear any stories of anyone getting um super aggressive patted down or any issues with like drug dogs there um, but I think it was super easy getting um, into the festival which was really nice and the layout of the festival um, was four different stages so when you walk into Glen Helen you walk up a hill and then they had outdoor indoor kind of bathrooms and a bar area for um, outdoor bathrooms, they were super clean, so we decided to use those bathrooms instead of wait for a porta potty. Um, so that was a huge plus for me, just knowing that it was a quick walk and there was a bathroom attendant in there at all times during all weekends so she was making sure that it was clean i saw a girl who needed a tampon and like a personal like security guard went to her own stuff and like gave the girl a tampon which was so nice we love to see it um but it was clean and whenever i don't have to use a porta potty at a festival i am for it so that was a huge plus for me to not have to use the porta potties um, so the first stage was the Labyrinth stage, um, and that was up another kind of large hill, but it had all of these uh, different um, like screens for the visuals um, and was one of their larger stages. The next stage that you walked down to was the Sunken Gardens. That's where they had more of their like house and techno artists performing, which, you know, I spent a lot of fucking time there and I loved it. Um, there were uh, like different vendors and food all around like Sunken Garden and Wolf's Den. So Wolf's Den was the third stage, another one of their bigger stages compared to Labyrinth, um, but a lot of LED screens. A lot of the like heavier bass artists sometimes were on that, um, but a really lots of space to dance and a lot of room. 
There were, I believe, two or three water stations uh, throughout the whole festival. Water, I never had to wait in a line. I could just walk up, fill up my pouch, and then I poured in my Raverade packets so that I was hydrated the whole festival. Um, I didn't feel crowded with like people pushing to get water. So just being able to like access it super easy was nice. Uh, we drank these Bacardi seltzer things. I think mine was like a Mai Tai all weekend. Um, but since it was 18 and over, they had to open both cans. This is what some lady told me. They opened both cans at like one bar we went to and then at another bar they didn't care. So we were double fisting and just like pounding our drinks. Um, so we were super drunk on the first day. Loved it. Um, but the bar lines weren't too long and uh, I appreciated that they kept everything moving. So good time. Mm. All right, we're going to get into these sets that I saw on day one. So the first set I saw was about like five. So by the time we like checked in everything and like got to the festival and everything in traffic, it was like right in time for five for LP Golby. She was the first one I wanted to see and I loved her. Oh my gosh, she was the happiest little bean dancing on stage. Her house music vibe is unmatched. I couldn't stop moving. She was the like perfect set to start the day off. Like the sun was shining. It wasn't too hot. I was drunk with my best friend. I was truly living my best life. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and I enjoyed her set so much. I know she's going to be at EDC, so I'm really excited to see her. And I've been watching her live streams ever since I saw her in quarantine. So finally getting to see her live was such a surreal moment. And I was I was so happy, so excited. The crowd at Nocturnal, immaculate. I met maybe one creepy person who tried to touch me without consent. That's a no. But everybody else, amazing. I've never met a better like crowd or group of people in my life. Everyone was like complimenting each other. People were trading candy. Just the vibes were there. And it hit so good, and it was the perfect first festival back, minus like two L's. <laughs> so the next set, um, also at Sunken Gardens, was Gene Ferris. Uh, I was so happy to see him. He was one of my top acts that I wanted to see at Nocturnal, so I'm happy that I saw that. Uh, he played Nursery. That was a bop. Uh, he has a song <laughs> that talks about doing ketamine that I found a while ago that I didn't know if I would like and it grew on me and he played it and I, a bop. He also dropped Do It To It, which is like blowing up on TikTok, <laughs> which was pretty fun to just see the crowd dancing to and I posted a TikTok on it and uh, the artist craze like tagged me or commented back on it. So I was like, ah, oh, fun. Um, so in between that, we decided to get food. Sam Divine, my my queen, was playing at Sunken Garden. So like we kind of like heard her in the background while we got food. Um, Sarah got like this like chicken bowl thing, um, and we kind of just vibed out. After we got food, we went and saw 4B, who threw the fuck down. Um, so I've seen him before. I saw him at Hard Summer a few years ago. His set this time was definitely better, and I had a blast. 
then we saw Audion and the whole time I was sitting there not sitting I was standing there looking at Sarah and I was like who the fuck told him to throw down this hard I was like what this is I think probably one of my top sets of the whole weekend if you guys have not seen him go see him it was a great great asset I I was at a loss for words honestly um we took a break and just like chilled in the back for nightmare um which me and sarah had both seen a few times so it wasn't like life or death if we were like super in the crowd and then to end the night we saw dead mouse also one of my favorite sets of the weekend i wanted to shazam every single song dead mouse played it was just like amazing he did a remix i've i found somebody who's posted it he posted it on his instagram too but it's like black smoke and the snow cone remix or something i took videos of it one of the most amazing songs i've ever heard live it was music to my ears like the speakers were making love to my ears this is the best way I could describe it. I had this, I still have this song stuck in my head. I'm so happy I took videos. I'm going to be posting it in the vlog. Um, but Dead Mouse, that's all I had to say. He was so, so happy. He came out on the stage and he's like, hey, my name's Joel. Do you guys mind if I play some music for you guys? And I was like, of course, pop off Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse also popped off. So that was amazing. We didn't stay the whole time through his set, um, but pretty close. And we started to head back to our car um, so we could head home. The festival went from like 3 to midnight. Um, so we probably got back to our car around like 11, um, like 11.50. And the traffic getting out of the first night was absolutely ridiculous i've never waited in a longer line to get out i was so tired and i just wanted to go home uh we sat in the parking lot for about an hour and 15 minutes sarah fell asleep on me and i would look over and i'd be like wow she looks so cute sleeping i'm also really jealous that she's asleep right now because i have to drive us home uh, so we got home probably um, at like 1.45 after dealing with like getting out of the lot. Once we were out of the lot, it was like smooth sailing, such an easy drive home. So that was fine. But just sitting in that parking lot, I was like, oh my God, this has been the longest day ever. I just want to go home. But it did not take away from how amazing day one was. So my top set of... Day one is going to be Audion, and uh, my L of day one is that I lost my fan. I had a handheld phone. I think it fell out during my security check. I think it was in a pocket that just wasn't the tightest and it should have been in, um, but I think when she was checking, it might have fallen out and I didn't see it. I still had a like handheld battery-operated fan, so that did come in clutch and save my life um, because I didn't have my handheld, um, so I do need to get a new one of those before EDC, so that was my L of uh, day one. <laughs> 
day one. Um, but we ate some pizza while we were there. The alcohol prices weren't absolutely horrible. But like I said, the Bacardi things that we pretty much drank the whole weekend were like $13. Um, and then we, the water was pretty good. And then I had Rave Raid packets that I put in my backpack. So it tasted like lemon and lime magic. <laughs> So that is my day one. Amazing. I was so ready to go back for day two. I got home. I took my makeup off. I took a shower because I just felt gross after sitting in the car and sitting in like the dirt from walking back to the car just was gross. Um, so I took a shower. I literally blew black out of my nose from all of the dirt, um, but it was fine. We were clean. Uh, we went to bed, hit the hay, and we were ready for day two. So we woke up on day two and we're ready to hit it. So we decided to get a big breakfast in because we knew we were going to have a long day ahead of us. Um, so we went and got breakfast. I had like bacon, eggs, French toast. I was hearty. I knew I was going to be dancing all day and ready to rumble. Uh, so we went back to our hotel, hung out for a little bit, and then started to get ready. So my day two outfit was a blue, a royal blue set from Brave by Brie. Love her. She's so cute. And that fit, uh, probably one of my favorite fits to ever go down in history it was iconic i loved it i think blue is my new favorite color um but i got so many compliments and i felt like the baddest bitch in it and it fit me so well um especially as someone who has a bigger chest it's really important that my tops gonna fit me well while i'm dancing and that one i had no issues with it fit me so well the girls were secure and I was ready to shake my ass to some house music all day. Um, so I had on some black stash earrings from Brits by Blossom. Um, I had a, a Nomad Candy, a star belt on. I had black rock boots from Australia. And then my sunglasses were from Amazon. So... Uh, we drove to the festival again for day two. Uh, we took a different route and somehow my GPS ended up taking me to the Glen Helen Rehab Center and then it took us to the Glen Helen, I don't even know, something, but it wasn't the amphitheater. So we got lost for a little bit. That was my bad, but we eventually made it to the festival <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were all good. So we parked in the same old Chan lot that we had parked in the day before and started our journey into Glen Helen again. So again, security and ticket checks, all of that were the same. We still had to show our COVID test or our vaccine card again. But again, everything was super fast, super efficient. I didn't have any problems getting stuck in security um, and everything really moved quickly, which was nice getting in. Um, so for some reason, these set times at the Wolf's Den stage were like off like someone was like an hour behind so we weren't supposed to see Matroda but Matroda was like a whole hour behind so we ended up making it like just in time for Matroda's set which was amazing 
we were taking pictures in the back of the set for like the beginning because it was right when we got there wait let me rewind so no mana was on as soon as we got there that set was super fun to dance to we only saw about like the last maybe five or ten minutes of it um, but i'm still happy we caught like the very end and so then we ended up seeing Matroda, and like I said, we were taking pictures in the back during that, and I think that's why my pictures turned out so good, because I was dancing, and I was having the best time of my life, and I was living my best life, so I owe uh, Matroda and uh, the fit to my amazing nocturnal pictures, because I never, I never get like the good instagram pics for like my festivals in the moment and i got them there so i did amazing and i was so happy <laughs> so after matroda um nitty-gritty was on for a little bit and threw down we actually left nitty-gritty set part way through because i went and met up with the lunchbox fam um so if you know me you know i am obsessed with my lunchbox it is my hydration backpack and i'd recommend it to literally everyone who attends festivals or needs a hydration pack for any sort of activity but i got to meet so many people from the lunchbox fam that i've talked to just over social media so it's so nice to just get to meet them and see them and we took a group photo and got candy um and yeah so that was a really fun just like break in my day to get and meet all of them and see all of their amazing faces that i've only ever met on the internet and now i got to meet them in real life which was even better um so after that we went and got food we did a little food break um so we got these like chicken teriyaki bowls they were so good um, I pigged out this festival, honestly, um, but it was a chicken and white rice bowl, and then they gave us spinach instead of broccoli, which was a little weird in the bowl, but it was still pretty good. I didn't really eat the spinach. I was like, are they trying to give us our greens while we're raving? Because that's what it felt like, um, but I just <laughs> ate around that, and then we still had like we had Bud Light seltzers and Bacardi drinks, and that was pretty much our alcohol for the day. Um, after we got food, we just chilled and kind of listened um, to music in the back and made our way up to the Labra stage to go see Wookiee, who was on at 8. So, and this was my first time seeing Wookiee. He was <laughs> so fun. Um, I will definitely see him again. I'm glad that we made it to his set. Um, but he actually was about to close the set and he was like, all right, so I'm going to play this last song. And I looked at Sarah and I was like, I bet you it's going to be the song that's blowing up on TikTok. And sure as shit, he goes, so you guys might have heard it. It's blowing up on the internet. And I screamed. I was like, I love when I know a song is about to play before a song is about to play. Like that moment. You've been there, right? you feel me i'm not crazy but it happened and i screamed and i recorded it and it was so good live and uh <laughs> so i'm sure you guys have probably seen it if you're on tiktok but it's the wookie save the world song um after wookie came on my boy dr fresh performed and threw down an amazing house set 
couldn't stop dancing. My feet hurt for a little bit, so I did sit, and a girl almost passed out next to us, so I was, like, fanning her for a little bit, made sure she was okay, um, and then, yeah, I kept dancing to Dr. Fresh, um, who had a great, great set, and uh, the last performance we saw of the night was AC Slater, the man, the king of night bass himself. <laughs> um, so AC Slater was amazing. This was my second time seeing him. I saw him previously at Decadence two years ago. I'll probably see him at EDC, but you know, he does not disappoint with a good set. And as we were walking out, we did hear Flux Pavilion play, um, which was really good. I love Flux. And uh, But after we had dealt with just really bad traffic the night before and knowing that we had to drive back to California or back to Arizona the next day, um, we didn't stay for like the final set of the night, but decided to head out early because we were hungry. Um, So we ate pizza and got in and out again and decided to just hang out um, and get back to our hotel room. Um, so we got back a little bit after 12, 8, turned on a Disney Channel. We were watching Emperor's New Groove and fell asleep. <laughs> and uh, that was our day two. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else that I potentially lost. And that was my other L of the weekend. But Sarah did lose a Stizzy cart. And part of my camcorder holder did break. So that is another L for the weekend. But overall, amazing, amazing vibes. I loved everyone that I got to meet there. Everyone was so nice. It was such an amazing first festival back. I couldn't have asked for a better first festival back. I got to meet so many people that I didn't expect to meet. And overall, just a fantastic weekend. Um, So overall, I would rate Nocturnal Wonderland like an 8.5. The sets were amazing. Everyone threw down the production and decorations of everything. Gave you that like forest feel, which was really nice. And Insomniac and Pasquale put a lot of time and energy into setting up their festival. So I really appreciate that. I'm taking points off of my overall rating and festival experience um, just because between where the Wolves Den was and Sunken Garden, there were times that I could be at one or the other stages. Mainly, I could be at Sunken Garden and I would hear like the Wolves Den set who was ever playing. So like the sound bleed was happening a little bit and then there were some sets where it was a little quiet and I was like I feel like this could be turned up a little bit where I was like maybe hearing side conversations um or just something happened with the speaker um so overall just like the sound bleed and like speakers not being loud enough is like what I'm taking points off of um as well as just you know hiking to my car but other than that it was a amazing weekend I had a blast and yeah, I ate well. We had no real problems with like people trying to steal stuff or like I said, I dealt with like one person trying to touch me. But other than that, like we were good. Everyone in the crowd was super friendly. Navigating through the crowds is pretty easy. Um, as long as you say, excuse me, people will like pretty much move out of your way. So that wasn't 
too much of a problem that we had um like getting in and out of crowds but we had lots of space to dance and move and like during Matroda all of these guys were like dancing around me and Sarah and they were fanning us and they were like we love your energy and that's one of my favorite compliments because I'm just putting out that like I'm having a good time and people love like my authentic self of me just living my best damn life so that was fun everyone was just genuinely having the best time out there so that was an amazing an amazing thing to see and you could just feel you could feel the love and the happiness that so many people had I know so many people who were supposed to go to imagine and it got canceled so they ended up full sending it to nocturnal and I'm happy they did because I got to meet them um, and experience nocturnal so for my overall first nocturnal wonderland it was a 8.5 out of 10 experience and you know i will definitely be back i hope to be back the vibes were immaculate but until then my next show is uh edc (laughs) which is in a month which is crazy but (laughs) i am preparing i'm starting to pack i'm ordering things and before you know it EDC will be here and I will be attending my first EDC. I'm hitting a lot of insomniac events this year. I feel like everything's kind of rolling over from 2020 into 2021 and into 22, but I'm not mad about it. I I love it and I am excited for it. So the piece of advice that I want you to hang on to this week is to cherish every moment and to cherish every relationship you have. This is my piece of advice this week just because I am feeling so grateful and so much love after attending my first festival back, being with one of my best friends, um, getting to see my little sister. My dad just got back from a trip abroad, so I know he is happy and got to cherish that but i'm just cherishing every moment in my life that i've had right now every blessing being able to listen to live music again and dance with my friends and just be surrounded by so many amazing faces and amazing energy all in one place is something i'm i'm going to cherish for these next few weeks until i am back at another festival but I am just so thankful to the people that I've met and the relationships that I have in my life right now. I was sitting this morning and thinking about all of the friendships and the relationships with my family and my loved ones and my coworkers, my boyfriend, and I am just so grateful for all of the beautiful and healthy, amazing relationships I have around me and that I have developed over the past few months and through the EDM community, through different opportunities of meeting people. I am so grateful and it's such an exciting feeling to know that this is only the beginning and it's not stopping here. There is so much more in store and I'm just going to continue to cherish and be so thankful and grateful um, for all of the opportunities and the relationships that I have in my life and those that are still to come. But anyway, that is my review of Nocturnal Wonderland 2021. 
Let me know if you guys have any other additional questions or anything you would like to know about the festival. I will be working on my day one and day two recaps as well as my overall festival vlog and putting that up soon, um, probably on YouTube and this channel as well. And yeah, until then, I'm going to be preparing for EDC. I have my whole packing list. I'm going to start ordering um, the rest of my camping supplies. I have my group settled. I just got my first EDC box in the mail. I wanted to cry when I opened it. It's so beautiful. I have lots of stickers and goodies now. And uh, I'm so excited for everything that is happening in this next month. And yeah. Next week's episode, I will be having a very special guest, so make sure you tune in and share and tag us if you are listening, but I will catch you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Hangout with Hewlett. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hangout with Hewlett. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review for the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. Thank you for the constant love and support from everybody who's listening. Wherever you're listening to this, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to hang out with you next Thursday.